0: Hey everyone, welcome to part one of a two-part episode on physical wellness. Myself and Kumo are discussing everything that ranges from food, exercise, as well as reproductive health. In this episode, we will be discussing our experiences and how we are navigating these three specific areas. If you're listening to this on Spotify, please be sure to participate in our question or poll at the bottom of the episode. And we would love for you to send in some of your listener voice notes, sharing some of your thoughts on this particular segment. Let's get straight into it. Hi, I'm Kumo. And I'm Natasha. Welcome to Israel the podcast, a platform that is passionate about Africa
1: and telling African stories. Join us as we unpack all things African, ranging from business, culture, love, politics, and more. Our goal is to create inclusive and valuable archives of information for curious Africans. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Izulami. My name is Kumo and today we're going to be talking about all things that encompass physical wellness. Well not all things but most things from our own you know personal experience um, with regards to you know physical wellness, exercise, the things that we eat, what we put into our bodies and you know maybe touch on reproductive health. I am with my favorite co-host natasha hey tash yay
0: the one and only yes hey kumo how are you doing
1: the one and only i am okay i'm okay yeah surviving mm-hmm. how are you i mean for an eight
0: i'm good for an eight thirty conversation i think okay is good
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Mm, so come on, let's let's talk about let's talk about physical wellness. Um I think it's been three months now. Um when we last had our catch up, we spoke about, you know, being better people, um, sticking to goals this year, physical, especially like going to the gym, physical goals, making sure that we are healthy. So I think that's a good starting point for this conversation, and then just tell us, like, tell me, how has it been going from you know consistency
1: going to the gym? So I was I was quite focused on finding um, exercises that I enjoy. So I struggled a lot. I've tried quite a few things. I've tried going to the gym tried classes, you know, um, getting a trainer. And, you know, I realized that I struggle with certain things. So when we were in lockdown and we we know we're supposed to find things to do because we had nothing to do. I started every morning exercising using YouTube videos, right? But I would do these hit exercises and I enjoyed them so much that I used to do them consecutively for like, you know, four days in the week. So, I mean, obviously the country just opened up a bit and became sluggish and then that's why now I have big thighs again. But when I wanted to focus on my... Fitness journey again this year. I w- I wanted to remember the things that I enjoy because I didn't want it to be such a drag, you know. I didn't want to feel like I have to drag myself to. The gym. I wanted to. There has to be an element of of fun to it, of enjoyment. And so I started doing those hit exercises again. And in the beginning, I went. I took it to the top. I was exercising like seven days a week, and. I think eventually by the end of the month, it had already exhausted me. Um, So, I mean, that was going well and I reduced it to like three to four times Mm -hmm. in the week. I'm still enjoying it. And now I've added like skipping and, you know, sometimes I'll do yoga, which is difficult. (laughs) I don't even know how people do that. Um, Yoga and recently... Uh, my Let's partner see. and I have started playing tennis. By playing tennis, I mean, he's teaching me how to play, and that, that's what playing means. So it's just really just trying to keep fit and find things that you enjoy doing while trying to keep fit and moving the body without me overly focusing on losing the weight, and then losing the weight will come secondary. So I've really just been enjoying that process. Um, yeah that's how it's been going and our our semi every Mm -hmm. sunday walks and runs Mm. yeah so you know um
0: something that i've learned um you know with the whole physical wellness stuff right is especially um when you set your goals in december is that we need to be realistic about things and like as you were speaking i'm like yeah that makes sense like you started off with the fire of the mm. Holy Ghost in you and then you get to the end of the month and you're like, This is not consistent. Like mm. I can't be consistent. Like this is not sustainable, right? Um, so I think something to always like keep in mind, yeah. like, you know, for everyone like listening, myself included, is that we need to set sustainable goals. And I was reading somewhere or oh, probably, I saw it on TikTok, I don't know, but they were saying that it takes, like, when you start going to the gym and you start, you know, really working out, you almost need to do, like, repetitive exercises for about eight weeks, like, six to eight weeks before you can start seeing that definition, you know, of the muscles, etc., and we always want to wanna push it to say, oh my gosh, now I'm going to go to the mm. gym every day and I want to do X, Y, and Z, but... It's, you know, they always say, like, your exercise is about 20% of, like, your body goals, right? Um, and you can achieve it even by walking 30 minutes yes. a day, yes. yeah. you know? Um, and I think, you know, when we whenever we talk about working out, and, like, for me personally, something that I've also, like, come to, like, be one with is I'm not really a runner. As much as I try... I, I would never, like, run every day and be like, that's my workout. I'm more of a walker. <laughs> and so I would do that for an hour or whatever it is yeah. when I do go outside um, as opposed to running because I just don't have, like, strong enough knees to carry me through a run. But I will walk, right, and I will do other, like, mm. exercises. So I think when we talk about physical wellness – it's important to do the things that work for you and not just do things that everyone is doing so that you can post that, you know, you went for a 10K ride. Like,
1: that's not me, you know? (laughs) So I'm not going to do that. Yes, definitely. So how have you been experiencing your exercising journey?
0: Mm. So I think um, for me, my routine has been pretty consistent um, since January and I always say my minimum is three times in the gym then I have that Sunday walk run with you and once a month I'll go like hiking longer distances with friends so that's been quite sustainable for me and you know I can feel the difference I can see the difference, you know, yeah. as well. And I'm not doing anything that takes Like, I won't be exercising for two hours. That's 45 minutes and I'm out. So I'm either attending, like, a functional strength tra- training class for 45 minutes and then I'm out, yeah, yeah. you know. This whole being in the gym for two hours, doing what? No. So, yeah, so, so the three... <laughs> so the three days a week has been very sustainable. Um, I think I've found what really works for me. So even if the exercises are repetitive, you know, it really is helping and I can see like the difference. Right now, I've upped it up to uh, an additional day. So it's like four days in the gym. Um, The fourth day is really like um, free fall. It's just... I just do whatever I'm feeling like doing or exercising the body part that doesn't hurt at that moment. And yeah, focusing, focusing on what Mm -hmm. works for me and what's sustainable. But, you know, like I said, that's only 20% though. That's like only 20% of like the body goals. Then there's the food part that we should definitely talk about.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, with food, for me, I've always found it so tricky because I have always just generally had the perception that I eat well. Well, when I'm not at my mother's house or at anyone else's house, I generally eat well. So I think my body just hates being small. (laughs) I don't know. But I mean, also, it's also just like a training perception to understand what does it mean to eat well, right? Personally for, personally for you, individually for me, what does my body react to? And what does my metabolism react to? Like listening to my body after eating something and being like, oh no, this just doesn't work out. Even if it works for other people, it just doesn't work out for you. Um so that has been a really interesting journey for me um and really trying to find things that I enjoy I was I kept hearing the theory that if if the food tastes good you shouldn't be eating it and I was just like no I really think I can have really good wholesome healthy meals that taste good I hate horrible food I am not going to put myself through that but mm. it's also just the effort of you making sure that you do that. And it's even on days where, because we have such hectic days, you're working and you're doing this and you're doing that, and you feel like it's just so much effort to make your own food. And then you think about takeaways, and there aren't many options. And the healthy options are so pricey. I mean, rather just give Mm. me KFC then. It's fine, other than for me to pay 100 rands, for like a quinoa salad or whatever that comes in like a tiny bowl can't even have it for leftovers the next day so a few things i've been obsessed with lately is sorghum and just how it, it's really high in protein so i have replaced kind of anything that's like a rice or bup. so i really consume very little carbohydrates unless i'm at home or unless these baked scones because Big cons are my kryptonite. Then, uh, but I generally don't eat much carbs at all. But it's really just finding your rhythm. But also, I mean, with regards to you, I know you also eat pretty well, which is interesting for me because then why were we not losing the weight before this? Clash? I've been at your place so many times. You have the most yummiest, most nutritious meals. So, what's the deal? Mm. Yeah, I I think like you you raise like a,
0: like a few good interesting points, right? One, it's access to food and the mm. cost of food as well, um, especially in like this economy that we're living in, things are so expensive. Um, like, have you seen the price of tomatoes? What? Doesn't even make sense. But I think um, you know, the the point of healthy eating what I've come to realize is I think it's the mix on the plate as well as like your portion sizes so even if you're eating and the portion sizes of what you're eating right so if you're eating a big plate of like healthy greens it's so different to when you add like, uh, you know, pop on the side or whatever it is. I think it's just a mix of what it is that you're eating and also what your goal is. So if it's losing weight, you obviously have to consume um, less calories than what you are like burning, as well as taking into consideration um, what you actually have access to, right? So people would obviously yeah. opt for the things that are more economically friendly for them. So like you're saying, I would rather go buy a streetwise too than go buy a salad, you know, because it's just, it just doesn't make sense economically. And am I also <laughs> going to be full? Which again are also like uh, misconceptions that people also need to debunk about whether or not you'll get full eating quote-unquote, rabbit food, as opposed to eating, you know, like, a full plate of pup. Um, I think, you know, like, there's a lot of education in the food space that uh, people just also need to be made aware of, like, through, like, nutrition programs, you know, with the government, etc. And I think, you know, when there are um, community gardens, that are also set up. Mm. You know, that's a good space for people to also like get educated on healthy eating and what that looks like and debunk a lot of these misconceptions. Um, so my in my case, I've been actively seeing a dietitian. And, you know, you know, previously I would have just depended on like a BMI calculator you know that will obviously tell me that for my height and weight I'm morbidly obese <laughs> but the reality is you need to look at a lot of components so I think for me what's really been helping me with my eating plan is you know getting that professional advice that you know really helps me understand food a little bit better because I'm eating a lot of but I'm eating differently now, um, so it's a lot of greens, it's a lot of salads, even though I am getting like super tired of them, I can see the difference and it's not showing like drastically on the scale, but I can see like you know the inches are like fading, and I'm like, yes, this is it this this the one, this is the one. um so yeah, so I think just like having more conscious decisions around what i'm actually eating when i'm eating really has helped me along this journey so one um trick or pointer that i got from the dietitian was whenever you eat something right you need to eat from the plate and i was like to her girl that doesn't even make sense like how can i open something from a packet And then just pour it into a plate just because I must must eat from a plate. And she's like, no, because, you know, mentally, your mind can visualize exactly what you are going to be eating. So when it's done, it's done. You know, your mind is like, oh, okay, well, it's finished now. You know, it's just like a trick that you play on the mind when you're eating from a plate. I thought that was ridiculous until I started putting – even like the handful of biltong in a plate. And when it's done, hmm. I tell myself, okay, well, it's done. You know, there isn't any more, we're done. But if you're eating from a packet, it becomes this bottomless pit, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so to speak. Um, and you just continue going back for more, for more, for more, because your mind hasn't told you that it's time.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So um about a month ago actually I'm not sure if it was a month ago I went to a um vegan market and it was interesting because I saw a tweet the other day from someone saying v- vegan food doesn't always mean healthy food. And then you know there was someone else with a strong rebuttal because people on Twitter often really just want to respond before thinking. So but, you know, that tweet really reminded me of that market because um, mm. so we went to the first stall, and this first stall literally makes just, you know, innovative ways of making food tasty. They had um, mushrooms inside a ta- inside a taco thing, and everything was fresh and it was vegetables and it was tasty. But the other stalls tried to make um um recreate already existing concepts such as fish ribs chicken and in that process they have obviously whatever it is they've used used certain kinds of basting so, and then fried it over and over again and it, it the taste was horrific but it also made me think about how much they had to contribute like all of the mm-hmm. other things that I don't know that are now part of this thing that's supposed to now be, like, so Im- imagery of fish, or or ribs, right? That I don't know are in there, um, and so I just it just reminded me of that. To like, I think the important thing is, and I like that, to know what's in your food. I think that's what matters the the compositions that make up what you were eating mm-hmm. and if you think that is good for you. Um I think that's essentially important because most of the time there's certain things that we eat and we really don't know um what how that was made or what went into it. Especially with fast food. I mean we don't know <laughs> oh we don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: like, especially with fast foods, man, I would hate to spend a day in some of those kitchens because, you know, you hear the stories from the staff that work at some of these places and they're Mm. just like, yeah, it's okay. I'll bring my lunchbox, you know, from home. Um, You can just imagine. But, um, you know, with that being said as well, I think the reality of like healthy eating always needs, you know, greater context of like people's pockets and the economy and like people just making like really good buying decisions mm. now about their food. So I mm-hmm. always advocate um for you know if you are able to support like, you know, small business owners by the side of the road or, you know, Randberg CBD for your tomatoes or whatever it is. Like, you know, let's go and buy what we can there. Because spinach is spinach. You know, you just get home, you wash it and you cook it. Um, At least we are also helping, you know, flow the money yeah. in the economy to black businesses as well. And people are now like downgrading on general lifestyle and food forms a big part of the expenses that we have. So I think being more conscious about where we are shopping as well, why not only helps you yeah. as a consumer because of what you're buy, choosing to buy and put into your body, but you're also being more conscious about your finances. And you're also helping the local economy, you know? Yeah. So I think just around food, um, yeah. the the way in which we can circulate money and the benefits is something that we definitely need to take into consideration, you know?
1: Yeah. 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 Sure. Hectic. Hectic. I think this one needs like a professional. It would have been nice to speak to someone who knows a lot about Food and who's passionate about it, and food history, that would be a really interesting conversation to have.